Hello and welcome to this episode of the Younger, Smarter, and Better podcast. I'm your host, Christian Alita, and today we're going to be talking about something that I'm really excited to share with you today. I have finished over 100 books, and I'm excited to go through and dive into what I've learned about not only the reading process of setting time to commit to writing and reading all these books, but actually what I've learned overall in general, some of my favorite books. So I'm really, really excited to dive into this topic today. So as I said in the opener, I have finished 100 books. This has been a goal that I set for myself two years ago, three years ago. I started uh, reading more heavily in the nonfiction genre um, in 2018 in the August time frame. So a little bit before I started the podcast, I started heavily reading and I really set a goal for myself. I said I wanted to have read 100 books and that was one of my big goals that was like probably one of my definitive goals when I said if you were to ask me what what goal do you have I said I want to read 100 books that would be my first automatic response and I'm really glad to say that I have finished it and so I was going through and I have a few different things I want to share with you about that um, overall the the process of setting the goal I think was really interesting for me because when I first, this was one of the first goals that I set um, when going through and starting to learn about the goal setting process and all these things. And to see it finally finished is really exciting for me. And just this episode kind of speaks to and kind of a celebration of achieving that accomplishment. So one of the things that I was going through and as I was reading all these things, there was a quote that I came across from one of my, one of my favorite books, um, the, what is it called? My favorite book, one of them, The Miracle Morning Millionaires. And it was basically the what millionaires would do in their morning before like 8 o'clock that would set them aside from the rest. And it was a really interesting book for me because it was one of the books that opened my eyes to what I could be doing more with my time more efficiently and what I could be doing with my more mornings. I tried it out for a couple months. Um, I didn't end up sticking with it for different reasons. I did really enjoy the the habits and the waking up early. Um but it's one of the books that I said that really made me it not only did it motivate me to do something with information, but it actually gave me like more of a clear path and to what I should be doing with my time. And I thought that that was one of the books that had a really profound impact on me. There's very few books that I say actually changed how my lifestyle is. A lot of the books that I read are different ideas that are very curious Um I read a lot of books that kind of like break down the science of a certain habit or a certain like type of public speaking or learning or something like that or some sort of business book or that but there's very few books that I read that make me motivated enough to go try it and then actually keep with it for like three months and this was one of those books it was one of the first books that I actually came across that I really enjoyed that much and there was this quote in this book that really blew me away and is one of the reasons I continue to read books and I'll, I'll tell you the book, the quote right here. It was basically, this guy was talking to his mentor, and this is the context behind the quote. He was talking to his mentor. He's like, you know what? Great. You know what? I should be reading more. Sure. You know, I've heard it before, but like, I just, I don't have the time. And this is what his mentor said to him. This is the quote. The greatest minds in human history have spent hun- spent years condensing the best of what they know into a few pages that can be purchased for a few dollars read in a few hours, and shorten your learning curve by decades. But I get it. You're too busy. And that quote had a really profound impact on me because when I first started reading, I you know, I had this big goal. I was like, all right, I'm going to read 
a book every single week. I'm gonna read, listen to audiobooks. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna crush this goal. And but then it would start to like linger off where you know I just got kind of tired of it. One thing would pop up, another thing would pop up, and I kind of like didn't keep with it. And then I read this quote, and it, it made me realize just what books are. It's really kind of like a it's a little bit of a playground for your mind, but also getting to get inside like the the people that have spent so many years of their life working on a specific area of research or a specific habit, a specific thing in their life experience. And when you read a book, you allow your mind to enter almost their mind and get to connect with them and connect with their experiences. And that really alters and changes your perspective on things. One of the reasons I like books so much is because it changes my perspective on these different issues. And it gives me new ideas and kind of really motivates and fuels the fire that I have for YSB, for my habits, for morning routines, bedtime routines, for self-improvement, working out, like all of these things are fueled by the information that I get from books, not only the information, but the stories behind them. Because there's a lot of really, really interesting, really in-depth things in these books. Um, the habits that I have for, like I said, working out, On I work out once a week because I read about this one book called The Time Savers Workout, and it really changed the way I thought about working out. It wasn't no, necessarily like, you know, it, they broke it down. They're like, here's all the con- misconceptions that we have about working out today. And here's what really, scientifically speaking, here's some studies that we did. Here's some studies that were that go and prove this thing that, like, you know, working on specific muscle groups and that you only needed to work out for, get this, 12 minutes is the most amount of time you need to work out per week to get the max amount of resource, the max amount of gain in your muscles and your body. And I was like, that blew me away because this is part of like my time management thing. And it was like all these different little things, right? It's people who have spent their lives working on a specific area or a specific topic. And if you go about and read and do some research there, it's amazing what you can kind of push, right? Because a lot of people, like when you're first starting out with something, um, people are like, oh, you know, you should just kind of like do it and see what happens and try. But like, I like to do the research behind it. If I'm going to go and buy a car, if I'm going to do any sort of thing, right, I'm going to go behind and do the research beforehand because going through and getting to hear what these other people have to say really can like, like in the quote, shorten your learning curve by decades. And that's kind of the process, right? Because when you're going through and trying something new, right, you're you're having to fumble with it. It's like the equivalent of trying to learn chess without knowing what any of the pieces do or knowing any of the basic moves or anything like that. But And then going up against someone that has know what the, the pieces do and knows a few basic moves, right, that has even just read the manual or something like that, right? It's completely different. It shortens your learning curve by decades. And a lot of this comes down to, so if you were to go through, right, I kind of think of it like you're, you're harvesting experience. You're kind of like you're going through and you're, you're gaining years of your mental life in, in a sense, like, right, you're maturing yourself by so many years whenever you do this. Because if you think about it, if you're going through and your mind, think of how you experience life, right? You experience life, you go through a situation, and then you experience, you walk through that situation, and then you learn from it. You either gain some sort of lesson, or you continue to go about your day, or what have you, right? So say you have a situation with a friend, you realize that some that the certain thing that you said didn't really help the situation, so you learn that you move forward, right? You go through that process. Now, think of a book as the same way. Your book going through and reading that, you're listening to other people's experiences like, hey, here's what I did. Here's a story. Stories are a really great way to go about this. And especially 
going through a lot of the, the better nonfiction books have stories interweaved with lessons that they teach. So being able to walk through the story helps your mind walk through that same experience. So basically, when you're reading, you're giving yourself extra experiences that you don't have to go through personally to get the lesson. So what you're doing is you're basically harvesting all these years of experience. You're basically maturing your brain and your your kind of your lifestyle and all these other sorts of things by reading and gaining this knowledge. So I, I'm trying to figure out how to how to say this that you understand how important this is. This is really you are basically finding a way to make yourself smarter and more mature and better off just by reading books and going through these experiences without here's the thing without having to go through them yourself. And this is kind of the big thing for reading. This is where I kind of like once I started getting into it it's hard for me to stop because once I started going through and realizing all of the lessons that there are out there, there's so much I still have left to learn. I've only, you know, I've say I've read a hundred books and that was my big goal, right? I want to read thousands now. There is so much out there. All of this information that I can learn is out there. And for instance, like for me, I know I just talked about my working out example, but I didn't know a lot about working out. You know, I was under the conception that like how long you worked out is how much gains you got or, you know, this thing, that thing. But once I read one book on the topic, I was better off than I would consider most people who have like just like go to the gym and like, you know, you know, they just go to the gym because, you know, oh, you know, I'm going to the gym. That sounds healthy. These sorts of things. Actually learning the process behind how your muscles, the different fibers of your muscles grow and change and how your body needs to repair after a workout. And that if you don't give yourself a body enough time to repair after an adequate workout, you're getting less benefits and all these sorts of things, right? These little tidbits of information. We'll talk more about working out later in the future, but all these little different things that they did from scientific research, from personal examples, and all these sorts of things, I gained just by sitting down and reading for a few hours. And talking about that, talking about the the whole what I've learned, it comes down from my personal experience and from the books that I've read. And when we, we talk about how, how, okay, let's talk about how I read these books, right? Because I think for a lot of people, 100 books is, the books averaged about 300 and about 300 pages per book, about 315, I think is what the average was uh, when I did the math. And so that means that I've read about 315,000 pages. I think that's right. So uh, that's a lot, a lot of pages. I think it was, it was something in that range. And so going through that, that's just, that's a lot of time commitment. And one of the things that I started off with, and I'll talk about this in the future, but I realized on a vacation that if I wanted to read more, there was a lot of time where I was on my phone. I was like, there was like times in the car, there was times waiting for people. And so what I did is instead of bringing my phone around with me, I started bringing a book around with me. And that really accelerated how much I could learn and how much I could read because there was so many opportunities where I was waiting for someone for either like the shower or if I was like like you know in the car there was a lot of car trips where i had to like sit back and you're just going from one place to another great places and times to learn when you're out shopping with someone and then they're going to sit in their the shot in the store for like an hour great time to just read if you even even in between classes i found that i can read an extra book a month just by going through and bringing one book to school and what i would do is that in between classes or when 
the class time is over and I normally pick up my phone, that's when I'd start reading. All of you find start to find these little pockets of time in your life where you might be on your phone or might procrastinate or might just not do anything. If you use that time to read, it's amazing that type of investment back into yourself. Another part of the reason that I like reading books is because it's an investment. I think when it comes down to it, like the way that I articulated was that you're basically gaining years of experience by reading books. And every time you read a book, you're gaining that person's experiences, that lessons that you need to learn, right? So that is really kind of an underlying principle of investment. You are reading books is a direct investment into yourself, depending on what books you read. Because there's some books out there that are just not that good of an investment or at least won't give you as much of a return on that investment. But for the most part, and I'm talking for the most part in nonfiction books, but, you know, at fiction, I I haven't read. Okay, so here's some numbers for you. Of those 100 books, 97 of them were nonfiction. I read three fiction books in the past two years. So, you know what, I, I have to say they weren't, there was one book, The Picture of Dorian Gray, that was a pretty good nonfiction book. I recently read, um, not included in this count, uh, House of Leaves. That was an extraordinary, amazing non- uh, fiction book. Uh, one of the few fiction books that I've read for just kind of like for pleasure. So I haven't, one of the reasons I avoid fiction books is because I really, for me, reading is kind of like a learning process. It's an investment in myself. It's something that I really enjoy doing is learning new things. And so this is why I kind of just stick towards nonfiction books. So of those 97 books, here's a breakdown of the different topics that I've read a lot about. Habits. Um, Habits being like seven habits for highly effective people. Um, High performance habits. This would be like your goals. This is like your productivity this is a lot of that sort of thing and i've read 22 of those books so roughly a fifth of the books that i've read have been about habits or productivity now here's an interesting one that i didn't really know how much i've read about this topic people skills i have read 14 books about people skills i've read i think it's three or four about marriage specifically but um all of those 14 books that were really interesting, one of my favorites of those, which I'll talk about more later, is How to Win Friends and Influence People. That was another book that really changed my perspective about things and really, I'd say, like, it's one of the few books that actually made me think about my life and my time differently and think about people differently. Um, so 14 books I've spent on people skills. I've read 17 books on money or business topics, um, things about retirement, budgeting, um, these sorts of things, really, really interesting stuff, um, stuff that's completely changed my perspective about how I make money or what I do with money, paying myself first, those, those sorts of concepts, uh, retirement book. Okay, there's so many books in this topic that are really, really good. Um, one of my favorites being Total, Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey, really, really good book, highly suggested, talks about how to get rid of debt and other such topics that really change your perspective. Um, Going to the next topic, time management. Now, I was kind of surprised by this one. I've only read seven books on the time management genre, but I feel like those seven books have a lot of information. There was one book in particular that was one of the first books that I read that really changed my perspective. It was only 90 pages long, but each page, it was like, basically, he, he put a chapter on a single page, and he really shortened the book. He said in the beginning of the book, um, this book was The Principles of Time Mastery by Walt Hampton. In the beginning of the book, he starts it off by saying, now, I know you don't have a lot of time, and neither do I, so I've made this book super short and put all the information and the important parts in this book, and 
made it basically it basically streamlined process. It was such a good book because it had so much useful information. Things like that work in sixteen to ninety minute blocks, um, how to say no, these sorts of like little things, and he used his pages so effectively. And it, not only the use of page being effective, but each tip had a meaning and it had purpose, and I could use it right away. It was a very practical, very amazing book, one of my favorites. Um, the next topic, learning. Um, learning for me has been a really, really interesting, not only process, but I've been learning, I've been learning about learning the process of what it takes to memorize things, how your brain stores the information, how you recall the information, retrieve it. Um, because I think in a lot of the times in, especially in my position, when I'm creating a podcast that I want other people to learn from, I want to understand how you learn so that I can better create my content around the way that your brain works. The reason I try to use so many analogies and other such stuff is because it works. It's part of, it's one of the ways your brain actually gains information is by me using analogies. If I were to say, you know, like, um, I felt like an octopus because I had like, so I had so many things going on, these sorts of things, it creates a visual image for you. And that gets further stored in your brain. Um, there's different techniques and I haven't, I'm not going to dive into all of them right away. I definitely, I have talked about them in the past. You can definitely go and look at those episodes about learning. All of them come from different books that I've read. Um, one of my favorites from that category was ultra learning. Um, ultra learning was this book by Scott H. Young, if I remember correctly. And he was talking basically about this idea that ultra learning is the process of gaining a lot of information really fast, or not like a lot of information, but gaining a skill, gaining something and retrieving it really fast. And, or not really fast, but like a really intense self-study. So something like spending 20 hours a week on learning something. And he basically, some examples of this, he went a year without speaking English. He went to four different countries, spent three months in them, and only spoke the native language. And that's how he learned four languages in a year, is by not speaking a single word of English the entire time. Which is like crazy, right? That's that's the type of ultra learning thing. That was really interesting for me to learn, and something I'm really, really interested in going and doing in the future. Um, I read four books on public speaking. This is one of the ones. Um, I haven't had a lot of opportunities to use this ability. I have had a few class presentations where this has come and really changed my grades and really changed how I thought about the, the public speaking process and how to prepare for a public speaking presentation and what to say, how to add some humor, how to make them really stick. It's really helping me also with the podcast on being confident and other such things. So the the public speaking and the learning has been more of me to make sure that I can make better content for you through the podcast and other means like that. Um, and it has also helped me because I've been generally interested in those topics. Um, the positive mental psychology. I've read 22 books in this sort of puzzle, positive mental psychology. This would be like um, Charles, um, uh, Carol, no, I'm sorry. Um, the Mindset. Mindset was a book that really changed my perspective. Um, Charles S. Dweck. There we go. Sorry about that. Um, really impactful book. It's Once you read uh, a number of books like these and these nonfiction books, you'll start to find books that you read that get mentioned by other authors continually. This is one of the books that if you wanted a foundation for books that you'll see in other books, Good to Great, Mindset, How to Win Friends and Influence People, The Seven Habits, Highly Effective People, all of these books that I've, I've seen come up again. Another one would be um, The Power of Habit. Um, all of these books have come up in other books like five or six times. So there's so kind of like the foundational books that I've read that have really changed how reading other books. Once you start to get a, a collection of books, 
in your brain of what their topic's about, what they're talking about, and then you read another book that references that, it helps you gain other book information faster. So the positive uh, mental psychology, that would be like uh, power, the power of positive thinking, um, the science of getting rich, the secret, the power, the law of attraction, like all of these different things between the cognitive part of thinking and how your thinking affects your performance, how your thinking perfects your life, all of these little sorts of things, um, some really great, great resources in here. I think that people need to read at least like two or three books in those categories. Now, I'm not going to say which ones because I think that it's kind of up to you on which one of those books. I definitely suggest The Secret is a great one to start off with. Um, it's a very short, simple book that kind of gets into the idea. The Power of Positive Thinking, um, uh, what is it? Think Rich. Um, oh, I wish, ah. See, the, one of the things that once you start reading a lot of books, you get the titles messed up. Um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. That one is a really, really good one. Um, talks about like the different ideas of desire, these sorts of things. And that's a really good foundational one for positive mental psychology, as well as um, Charles Dweck's um, The Mindset, talking about like a positive mindset versus a or a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset that aspect of it um so now that we've gone through and, and talked about that you might have like maybe you were counting on your calculator and realized that um all of those different ones that i just talked about didn't equal 97 like i said uh that's because there were six books um there was some science books um that i read minimalism and motivation there was like a few different like there's just a few books in there that weren't enough for me to count them as their own category so now we're going to talk about my favorite books i've already mentioned some of my favorite books so this will go um, a little bit faster basically these are all the different categories that i've read that would say that if you wanted to start off somewhere these are the books that cover the most amount of information the fast in the best way like it's per it's the way it's presented is such a great way so they're in no particular order and these are my five, my top eight. They were my top five, and then I realized that, honestly, it should have been my top 12 because there's so many great books out there that I've read. But these ones, I feel like, have a special place in my heart and have really impacted me personally in my life. So starting off, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by uh, Stephen Covey. Um, that one's a really, really great one. Um, a really, It's another one of those ones that's referenced a lot by other people's books. Um, How to Win Friends and Influence People really changed the way I act around people, really changed my confidence and my people skills. And I'd probably say that this is a great first book if people are looking to get start reading. Um, I'd highly, highly suggest this one. Um, Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. Again, really, really good money book. Makes you think makes you really change the way you look at your money. Um, Atomic Habits, this one's really interesting because it kind of changes the way we think about habits um, and thinks about goals. Specifically, there's one quote that's really stuck with me. Um, you don't raise the power, you don't raise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. That's really impacted me. That's kind of changed how I read books. Um, I went from setting a goal to read 100 books to having a system of reading a fourth of a book a night. And that's really changed the way that I work and the way that I look at things. It also has great tips to start those types of habits. Um, Miracle Morning Millionaires, I talk about this one towards the beginning with the quote of um, why you should be reading books and how it's that information it stands down. Um, the Book of Joy by the Dalai Lama, the 14th Dalai Lama. Um, really, really, really good book. Um it's another one of these like books that really changed my perspective and the way I thought about things. Um, all these books, in some form or another, 
uh, one of the reasons I read so frequently is because it changes my perspective around and it constantly like being able to look at the world from a different perspective, being able to look at my day from a different perspective has really changed who I am and how I act and what I've been able to achieve. And so all of these books have really changed how I look at the world, and, but, but I had to continue with the, the list. So two other books that really, really changed the way that I think about things. Um, the Principles of Time, Man- Time Mastery by Walt Hampton. It's the 90-page book that I was talking about that had really, really good information about um, reading, about time management, and really, really foundational things that I'd highly suggest. It's another book, like book that I'd suggest is your first book that you read it, because the information is it's so easy to understand and it makes so much sense that once you start using it, it's kind of amazing. Um, another book um, that I highly suggest is High Performance Habits by Brennan Burchard. Um, this is one of the few books um, of those books that I've read. There's very, very few that I've read twice. This book I've read three times. So it's really, really good book. A lot of foundational stuff. Um, I'm still, I'm personally, I'm working through it a third uh, I'm continuing to work it through it a third time and actually like start to use information. I listened to it as an audiobook twice. Um, really good book. I listened to an audiobook so much I got it as a physical copy. Really, really good stuff in there. Um, also, another book that I've read twice, The Principles of Time Mastery, the one I just talked about. Really, really good book. Um, all of the ones that I talked about, really, the, the ones that I presented to and told you the name of, highly suggest writing them down somewhere. Those are the books that have changed and impacted my life and so much so that I was able to remember the name. Um, there's like so, so much good books. I wish I could talk about this for hours and, and maybe years on just all of the information that's in these books. So because I can't do that and because I value your time as much as I value my time, um, I want to kind of throw down a challenge for you. I want you to open a book and read one page. I don't care what book it is. I just want you to read one page. Just one page. That's all. That's that's the challenge. I am throwing down the gauntlet. I want you to read a single page. And the reason is because I want you to see what it's like to look at a book and to start going through and really engage your mind in these different ways. And then second challenge, if you're up for that challenge, tomorrow I want you to read the second page. And I want you to continue that until you finish the book. I don't care if it takes you 365 days. I want you to get in the habit of opening a book. That's it. If you can open a book, I think you can read a book. So with that being said, um, I have been Christian Adlita. I still am Christian Adlita, the host of the Younger, Smarter, Better podcast. I would like to thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope that I was able to teach you something and to share this really information. I'm really excited about this. Um, this is something I've been looking forward to talk about for a really long time. Um, so thank you for listening to this episode. This episode is funded by um, funded by you, the audience, and the learners. Um, we have a GoFundMe page where you can find me in the link in the description below. Um, for Apple Podcast users, you have to swipe up to find it. I know Apple does not make it easy to find those things, so I try to remind people of how to do it. Um, there's other information. You can find other episode links in the description. And if you're really interested in learning more topics or interested in any of the topics that I talked about, there should be an episode on each of the ones that I talked about, especially time management and goal setting. All of these things are in other episodes. You can find those on the podcast page. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And as always, stay hungry for knowledge.